tags, no tags. Hey, what's up, good people? Welcome to the Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone. And with me is your homie, Trey. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a whole fucked up... Oh, God. But at least we got a new angle. Man. Right here. I, I mean, up. this looks interesting. I, I actually like this. This will be really better editing this discombobulated. This is... This is <laughs> I made you I made you go to Walmart Go get a new cable Man, All $6. that It was six bones It was six dollars Yeah I tried to get a decent one I didn't want to just break randomly Damn And that was the Walmart brand too Yeah it was the Walmart brand too Inflation Oh uh, God. Jesus No welcome to the Midnight Drop Y'all I'm your host Jordan Malone Thanks for coming over We got Trey as always And we're going to be having some real chill conversations with you uh, Today we're going to be doing uh, quick reviews on some movies that I watched over the weekend and this week Discussions on some things And then just freeballing some stuff We ain't nothing too crazy Love a good freeball Yep Yep All types of freeball Alright <laughs> We start off the episode great But crazy. as always If you're new here Welcome to the Midnight Drop We talk about movie and TV show reviews and discussions And also provide commentary on life, politics Pop culture and so forth And if you want to listen to us You can listen to us on all the following platforms Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts YouTube And you can catch some clips on TikTok Which I don't even know if you Know I've been on TikTok I don't think I've seen us on TikTok yet No, I've put us on TikTok on TikTok. I'm we'll we'll have a conversation out. about that but nah, you can find us on TikTok and at www.midnightdrop.com. Follow us on Instagram at official underscore TMD podcast. Oh <laughs> and sorry. we are going to start right now. Wow. Right. All right. Look it up. You looked it up? I'm, I'm trying. My Wi Fi's a little slow. I'll tell you this right now. One of the one things I don't like about this, uh, I can't see you. Well, I can see you now. Shit. How high do you want to? Like I'm keeping mind down. I, I can see you. I can see you. It's just like <laughs> Welcome to everybody to the Midnight Drop. No. <laughs> hey, it's your boy. No. Oh, I found us. You found it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I actually started yes. So if anyone doesn't know, I actually started TikTok uh a minute ago. Uh I think it was like two weeks ago when I went out to go see the Grizzlies and I was like, fuck it, I'll just put up our put our content on there and it's gotten some views. Uh, I won't say it's like crazy. Uh, I think the highest I gotten so far in the last two weeks was um, about two hundred eleven right here. Yeah, two hundred eleven right now. Two thirty five on one of them. Yeah, two thirty five on one of them. I think one is like I just posted that today and it's growing. So I got some likes on there. I don't know. I've always hated TikTok. So me getting this app and using it for the brand is different. But hey, it's been working. I've done a couple movie reviews. I had a Nice person comment on my review on Morbius and uh, oh. Julian came on and uh, actually followed. So that was cool. I'm following now. Oh, thank you. Check my phone real quick to verify that follow. Yes, sir. <laughs> but no, how you been, man? You doing all right? I'm good, man. Just I know the last time you tried, last time you were supposed to come on, you were tired as hell. You were just like, Damn, I don't even know bro. if I want to come on right now. Bro, I got to do so many papers and assignments and stuff. It's just crazy, dog. Look at this. Can we get some professionalism in here. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> we do we do everything but professionalism. What are you talking about? Nah, but nah, I feel that man. Yeah, you were supposed to come on like last Thursday, mm. but then you had the conference and then 
Saturday. It's just been a, a, a whole bunch of stuff. I had our conference on Thursday. And then Saturday, I just had a whole bunch of work. And like, I mean, I get that. Now that's sadly, sadly, senior year, it's supposed to be more chill, but it's really not. So it's always fucked up. They're doing me so dirty, bro. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Like they're doing me ridiculous. Yeah, because you a smart black man. They got to put you on them posters. Got to make sure. Yeah, we do. We have diversity There's over here. There's so many like ending banquets that I got to be at. <laughs> like it's insane. I have to do. Um, I'm part of our presidential student advisory council at the school. That's nice. And so we're doing a final get together with all of the people on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But it's just like there's just so much like stuff that I have to attend before I leave. <laughs> I kind of just want to chill. I get. I get that. Kind of crazy. How you been, man? How's your life going? Uh, life's been fucked up. No, oh. <laughs> no, no. Life's been great. Uh, I'm trying to prepare my ass and remember that I got accepted to grad school. Yeah. So I got to get that together. Uh, I'll be going to Dallas this weekend. Right. Uh, spend time uh, with my girl and spend time with uh, uh, her family, especially her little little nice uh bundle of joy her little cousin slash auntie mm. uh and um besides that work's been chill um been working out doing the thing refereeing um watched some movies last weekend ambulance and everything everywhere all at once oh i'm so ready to see that movie which one everything everywhere all at once dude i did a quick review on tiktok and I wanted to do like a formal YouTube video on it to kind of express my thoughts because ever since I've seen that movie, I've taken it's been like I I've thought about everything and I've liked it more and more since I've since I've watched it. Right. And I will say this before we got get into like my thoughts on it, but I think for all of the hype it's given, I think it deserves the hype. Mm-hmm. I think it's an amazing movie that's crazy and ridiculous. And I'm going to put some stuff out there, uh, but this reminded me of Rick and Morty. Really? Yes, and I'll explain it later on. Okay. Because it, it, the, the way how it was, it's crazy. It may be obvious because of the multiverse and everything, but it, it's crazy, bro. Right. But, uh, no, nah, I went to go see those two movies. Um, this week, uh, this weekend when I'll be in Dallas, I'll be watching Sonic 2. Yes, sir. So I will watch that. I've been spoiled already. Been spoiled. The, yeah, it gets all, all over on whoa, YouTube, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I thought you were about to do it right now. No, 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 no. It's been all over <laughs> YouTube. I know, like, I know, like, certain things that happen. I know, like, the... Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't worry. I'm not hey. going to say nothing. Calm down. Hey. <laughs> uh, I already know about the post credit scene. I'm not going to say it's it. The post credit scene? The yeah. Sonic movie? Yes. Sonic, Sonic, the movie franchise is going crazy. Like, they already announced, <laughs> like, a Knuckles TV show. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, bro... They better have like the chaotics, Rouge the Bat. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they say, fuck it. If Paramount says, we're just going to go ahead and like just do an adaptation of the comic book series. And the comic book series that is big as hell. That would be heat. Have you read it? Mm-hmm. Dude, I I just got back into it just to see what, what it was all about. I didn't even know they had a, uh, a whole uh, collaboration with Mega Man. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Mega Man <laughs> And it wasn't one of those Like non-canon filler Like tie-in comics That you just get And it's like Oh this is nice yeah. No it was like It Like it was canon And it like Altered the events Of the entire 
comic book timeline. I was like, what? What is happening? <laughs> what? Mega Man? Zero is fighting Shadow? What the hell is That's happening? That's funny. I was like, what? They're both edgy as hell. Right. My guy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to see Shadow. Uh, there's Father Stew that comes out this week. Uh, there's right. uh, Fantastic Beats. <laughs> Massive Beast. I'm um, going to go see that Thursday. I haven't Fantastic seen the Beast. first two, so I can get to see the first two first. But I know the second one, uh, it, it, it royally pissed people off. And it came around the time when uh, J.K. Rowling said that anti-trans shit. So I, all, all J.K. Rowling had to do was make her books and just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all she had to do was just shut up. I don't know why she said all those things. She, all she had to do was shut up. And she could have retired happy. <laughs> One of the GOAT book writers. Everyone would have loved her. And then she just had to go ahead and be like, I'm bored. Let me just mess everybody's day up. It's crazy as hell. Like, she straight up just said what she said. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you could have just not said nothing. You could have just could have just left. You could have just said no comment. You could, but nah. And then you go on Twitter and you say all these different things. Like, Hermione was always black. Uh, Dumbledore was had a secret yeah, gay what, relationship. What, 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 what we doing? What we doing? What we doing? Um, <laughs> the first Jewish wizard was such and such. Like, what we what we doing? Like, are you trying to be cool? Yeah, like, <laughs> like what, what are we doing? Like, come on now. And then it's just, uh, it's just Jesus Christ, performative activism. Yeah, and I think I said this the last time we had her on the podcast. It's just, uh, it's just funny how you talk. It's funny how Republicans use her to say, yeah, she's always for anti-trans. She's awesome. But then you want to burn her books because it's witchcraft. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like, what are we doing here? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. But yeah, I, I might go see that movie sometime, but, um, I know there's been some, some outrage about it because they took Johnny Depp out the movie because of the, um, stuff that was going on with his ex-wife. Yeah. Amber Heard. Yeah. And they took him out of his movie. And even though. The allegations against him were proven to be untrue. They still they took still him. took him out and left her in the Aquaman movie. People are upset about that. Yeah, that's very upsetting. Um, I remember that whole feud. I didn't go deep into it. Mm-hmm. I um, it kind of just popped up on my timeline. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it popped up on mine too. I remember the first time I listened to it was when it was just a YouTube channel called Double Toasted. I you know watched a video of theirs. Where they had the uh, the video clip, the audio clip of uh, Amber Heard saying, "I fucking decked you, I hit you, mm-hmm. you bitch," and it's just like, damn, oh and it's just like, dude, like this is a little. She's interesting. an animal, <laughs> a monster. She's crazy. She's a freak of nature. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> my Somebody God, stop that woman now. Oh my God, <laughs> Johnny Depp just caps up. Oh, you fucking hit me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh bloody God. hell fuck no, bloody hell <laughs> what was that him throwing up after having too much alcohol all right dog no nah, uh, <laughs> I, I remember that situation i don't um i i i have no i, I don't know like amber heard did, did did something wrong johnny Depp something wrong they're just not a good couple no they're no. not they're just a toxic celebrity couple and i just think the it, it the whole saga said a lot about dudes who tried to uh who who tried to stand up for women but just doing that just so they can get some play mm-hmm. and so they can be in the right side of history. And it said a lot about uh just you know, like find someone who's genuinely good for you and stuff. Don't don't be fucking around and just be dating people, marrying people just to marry. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm sure it wasn't like that initially. I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sure it wasn't either, but who knows? It who knows? It's always these types of relationships where I'm just like, I don't know how this went on. I'm only given what I'm shown through media outlets and magazines and stuff and Instagram posts and social media posts. Right. And at this point, it's like, we don't know their relationships. Right. And I think that says a lot for just celebrity relationships and just when those shit go down, it's like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Mm. I don't know what's happening. And then... Supposedly, there are people who's like, no, I know what happened because uh, the such and such told me, and I believe that shit. Yeah, I believe their word, and um, and then we always get like a just a fuck up documentary about the shit, and it's just like, okay, yeah. we end up getting a documentary about how bad of a person the other people are, right? So I don't even, I don't even go crazy with that at all, honestly. But yeah, yeah. So I and I heard Miles Mickelson's uh, portrayal of. What was it, Grindelwald? He's he's much better. Okay, so I'm just like, okay, okay cool. And and you can actually tell that Mad that uh, D- Mad Mickelson makes the character of Grindelwald more. It makes the relationship between him and Dumbledore make more sense, more realistic. Okay, because with Johnny Depp, it's just like you. That's your boo. That's your that's your boo thing. That's who you used to date. The fuck was wrong with you? With mm-hmm. Mad Mickelson, it's just like. Oh yeah, we can see why he's very handsome. He's very cool. You know, a little bit of fucking crazy. All right, but all right. Hey, he's he pretty cool. We all love a little bit of crazy. Yeah, we always have that phase in our life. That phase. <laughs> that phase where we're just you know we just let ourselves go and be pieces of meat. <laughs> but hey, that's what it is. I've never been a piece of meat. I have. I know you. Oh, I know you have. <laughs> oh, we know. And that life, man. Ooh. Hey, all I know is it's free. He's a dog toy. Hey, <laughs> you was a, you was a chewable. That's what you were. Hey, man, I was giving free food, so I was listen, bro. It was good while it lasted, man. You used to be like them joints in the freezer aisle, the smackables. Bro. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you were. Hey, man, being a piece of the meat. girls called you uncrustable. That's what they called you, bro. You was a snack. <laughs> Delicious, they said. <laughs> Oh my they God. called you goldfish. Smack that some miles back. <laughs> goldfish. Goldfish. Hey, Trey. Delicious. Trey. Huh? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. My bad. <laughs> no, you good. <laughs> no, bro. Being a piece of meat has its advantages. You, you get, does it. You get fed. Your the family likes you. Yeah, you have to feed your pets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> call a spade a spade. That's what it is. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> at least I at least I ran away and didn't die with the owner. That is true. You did get out of there. Yeah, I, I got out of there. So I mean, no, you worked out and became a leaner piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say I I I knew my worth, and I yeah. just said, "Hey, yeah. man, you don't just have to, you know, feed right. me. I got you. Got to cuddle me. You got to do all this stuff." So right. yeah, right. So yeah, no, 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 no. Um, Nah, but I'm gonna watch that movie. <laughs> Have a good time, um, man. There's been a lot of, lot of, lot of shit. Did you hear about what happened in Georgia? Before we get into the movie, crazy TV news. Remind me again. So in Georgia today, they just passed a law that you can now carry a gun without a permit. I did not see that. That really, they, they just signed that into law. So now we're getting Oof. into the era of Strap Lana. Strap Lana. <laughs> yes. Jesus. Strap Lana. No. Oh. Oh. Strap Lana. Let's go. No. Oh my God. 
Oh my god I mean what are you thinking What do you think about it Oh uh, I think it's stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it's fucking stupid Like I feel like I've had this conversation When it comes to every other southern state Cause Texas did it right mm-hmm. So You know What's the point of it There's no point in trying to have It, it just goes straight up to just checks and balances mm-hmm. If we if we just let people carry guns without any permits at all and we just let them just say we're there for our protection, what does that mean for the people who are just going to own a gun because they want to be tough, they want to be strong, they want to, you know, toxic masculinity, or they have, you know, uh, just bad mental problems and they want to go ahead and just shoot up people. And mm-hmm. This is why we have a rise in school shootings. This is why we have, you know, a lot of, you know, crime. You know, this won't help crime at all. Like some people will say like, oh, it'll help out because I can defend myself. I mean, maybe, yeah, there's that thing, there's that, but violence is always not the answer. And I'm not trying to just be like a, you know, just say like a hippie, like take all guns away. Like there are, like I do believe in gun safety, gun training, and like if you can take care of a gun and know what the use use for is, and it's like it's just just your last last resort, then okay. But we live in a time right now to where it's so divisive that it's just, dude, mm-hmm. why why do we need this right now? Yeah, so. You know, and it, it's stupid. It's the South. The The crime rate is high already in Atlanta. So the reason why I say strap Atlanta is that not everybody Yikes. is going to have a strap. And, and people had a strap before. It's just going to be like, oh, I can just show right now on my hip. So fuck mm-hmm. it. Just So is it open carry without a permit? Open carry without a permit. So you could just have it out. Yeah. Oof. You could just have it right there in your waist. Hey, how you doing? What's up? Bro, that's so crazy that anybody can just have one. I just I that's I, so wild. See, guns to me are just like such a sensitive topic in the fact that like there's something like most technology has no moral agency behind it, or it's like mostly neutral. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, which is a dangerous statement to say, but like with guns, I feel like they're 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 created to harm something else. Mm-hmm. Even if you're like, oh, I have a gun to protect my family, protect. Okay, in order to protect your family, you're harming something or you're killing something, mm-hmm. and like. But also at the same time, I feel like guns are almost a necessary evil to have, just simply from the fact that they're like the most effective and accessible way to have protection for yourself. Yeah, but I- the no permit thing is. Crazy! I feel like everyone that gets a gun has to go through some type of Check. training, evaluation, psych evaluation, some type of like you were saying checks and balances. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That's fuck. just giving too much power to just random people. Yeah, like they're trying to use you know the amendment saying like all men have the right to bear arms, and it's just like not every person has the right to bear arms, and even if you, and even if we, if everybody does have that right. You have to make sure that they know how to actually bear the arm safely and responsibly. No, no one wants to look at the context of laws and rules in which they were made. Mm-hmm. So the right to bear arms, that was made when people were literally like 
the British were like running in people's houses, like mm-hmm. taking their stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, like what the hell? Like we're not in a civil war anymore. <laughs> yeah, and and this is and you know this is coming from the same governor that was trying Context. to use like all of these different like buzzwords and shit, but like we won't let the woke left liberal media mob come and take away our rights and shit. Mm-hmm. The same guy who was trying to say like the woke left have taken away like our all star game when. You straight up tried to put some bullshit down and say, like, critical race theory is going to be erased. And you put all these stupid-ass laws together. It's just like, dude, what the hell? Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is just another law in in a southern state, you know, on top of of all these other bills that have been passed in the South. That At this point, I'm just like, yeah, bro, time for me to go move to, like, Denver, Colorado or some shit. (laughs) Somewhere unproblematic. (laughs) Shit, I'll go to Mars. I don't care. I watched this movie Moonshot, and it was like a a snapshot into the future of, like, Mm -hmm. people going to Mars and shit. I'll do it. I'll I'll go to Mars. I'll I'll do it before capitalism hits it. (laughs) Jordan, we're not getting to Mars in your lifetime or my lifetime. Shit. (laughs) We'll try. We'll try. But, no, I mean, I pulled up this clip from the show Atlanta. Have you watched it? Atlanta? Yeah. Uh, tell me you remember this scene. This is why I feel like what Atlanta will be, well, straight up, will just be for white people and everything like that. Oh, shit. Can you hear? Oh, shit. I can't hear a dang thing. God damn. This podcast is terrible. Boo. You fucking Boo. suck. Boo. <laughs> Boo all you. Boo. What? That's a hundred. Hold on, right there. Excuse me, sir. I-, I know you don't know me, but I just tried to pay with a hundred, and they told. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's let's get out of here. Yeah. And that is going to be Straplana. <laughs> For those who didn't see. Childish Gambino's character went up to try and complain about him not being able to pay for a white man bill. just pulls out a gun. A white man just shows his gun. <laughs> All right, stop pointing. Like, All right, just want to go see Get Out. And be in peace. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? I don't know. Oh man, Strapolino. What a name. Where did that come from? Uh, I just saw a comment section of ATL Scoop. Mm. It was Straplana. People. <laughs> I saw this one funny ass comment about uh somebody saying, "Hey, this is wrong," but uh. Still put that gun in my purse. <laughs> it's funny, man. It's funny. Shit. But nah, man. I mean, I even got word about an anti-trans bill that was being passed in Tennessee and Texas. It feels like every time we take a step forward, we try and take as many steps back as possible. Don't say we. Say they. Because I ain't yeah, in this they, shit. I'm not in this shit. I'm not in it either. I'm they. not in this shit. Because they. we is implying that I I was a part of the board <laughs> meeting. <laughs> we is implying that I was in I was in the room when they made this shit happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was minding my own damn business, be all equality, <laughs> equity shit. We implies responsibility. I wasn't a part of anything. We implies that they actually let me in through the door. Man. <laughs> we. What no we? We, we who? You speaking French? I, I was in this room. They yeah. was over there. I didn't, I didn't do that shit. Oh man, the South was crazy. Black people love talking about some we. You mean them? We? I didn't do anything. Bet you sprint. <laughs> Bet we French. We, 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 we who? We, we who? We woo, bitch. Gucci, Gucci who? Gucci man. Gucci man. 
Yeah, he not real. <laughs> nah, 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 bro. Shout out my Gucci. Nah, that's the only thing I could say in terms of uh, a politics so far. But let's get into our uh, just kind of like movie and TV show discussion. Okay. And uh, just talk about some things. Uh, would you like to hear about my experience with the last two movies this week? I would love to hear about your experience of the last two movies this week. Yes. Because we have some stuff to talk about. And you said over the phone last couple of days that you were ready for anything. I'm ready for anything. You're ready for me to tell you about this shit that you haven't even seen yet. I'm ready for anything. Because you are a lazy piece of shit. I'm busy. <laughs> no, no, no. And I'm broke. <laughs> I'm broke and I still make it work. Listen, I don't have the funds to be going to the movie theater and spending $13 <laughs> every time I go. No, no. There's something about movie price I got to tell you with Regal, though. With Regal and this other theater called the Belcourt Theater. Oh, Belcourt? I've never been to Belcourt Theater. Bro, I, I'll explain it. Uh, because that was where I went to go see everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. And I've... I'm starting to really like that theater over like retail theaters. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just come to this no surprise. Uh but um no, but let's talk about some of the movies I watched this weekend. Uh uh for you guys, uh I may just put it out on TikTok or on Instagram that I want to go see a couple movies. Uh the first one was Ambulance and that I actually watched that on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh I had an interesting time with that movie. It's directed by Michael Bay and it's starring Ooh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, and it's actually about <laughs> it's actually uh, about these two adoptive brothers that's played by both of them, and Yaya Abdul-Mateen's character Will is trying to find a way to pay for his wife's special surgery, and um, I don't know what type of special surgery she needs, but we'll get to that. And Jake Gyllenhaal's character, you know, says, "Hey, how much you need?" Uh, Will just goes, "Oh, I just need like two hundred thirteen thousand dollars. That's it." Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal Jake says this. What, if I, what happens if I can get you know, you know? Any sane person would say, hell no, nah, I'll see you later. Tell me how it goes. This motherfucker says, sure, I'll rob a bank with you. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> sure. It was like a great time, bro. And what ensues is a chaos. bullshit, a chaos. A just Michael Bay movie. A Michael Bay bullshit chaos movie. That uh, actually was a <gasps> little uh, surprising, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of what he was going to do, and not surprising in other terms, uh, yeah, worse. It's a it's a full blown two two hour and thirteen minute ambulance car chase scene extended into that time. Are you for real? That's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. But there's some other stuff in it. I'll sprinkle it in. Um, let, let me just let me just put out some things out there. Uh, some of the things I liked about this film: Ryan Gosling. No, not Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I kept thinking about Ryan Gosling with Jake who? Gyllenhaal. Oh. <laughs> right. Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, that's not who you said. It's weird. It's like I always think of like the typical white actors over there. Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Ryan Gosling, Jared Leto. Yeah. But no, with Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, I really like this performance in this movie. Jake Gyllenhaal uh, brought in that energy and it looked like he really had a fun time on that set. Yeah. And I think pairing up with him with Yaya Abdul-Mateen, I think they had pretty good chemistry. I think they were able to just do what they had to do. Uh, I got kind of the bad boys vibe, but I feel like with this movie, it gave me their own personal identity and it didn't feel like they were, they were stealing or sharing from any other Michael Bay film. Uh, One person that I'll say that was a big surprise and I think was underrated in this film was the woman who played the EMT Mm -hmm. uh, who, you know, treat who was taken hostage by, 
uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Yahya Abdul-Mateen's uh, characters, and it also is trying to treat a police officer that was shot by uh, Will, played by Yahya. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I thought she had a really underrated performance here. It, it's a, okay. it was a straight up. I'm gonna try to look up her, the actress's name, because I thought her performance was good. And that's the surprising part. Her name's uh, Eiza Gonzalez. Okay. And first of all, she's fine. <laughs> Second, uh, one of the surprising things Michael Bay does is that oh he does God. not sexualize her. Okay, good. Which you know, if you've seen Transformers or any of his other films, yeah, he, Megan Fox. Yeah, the the last woman from uh, the uh, the the night movie, the last one, that the re- most recent one, mm. uh, sexualized the fuck out of her, and she was just a professor. Mm. And for this movie, they just focus on how she's a great EMT. She doesn't work with partners, and how she's you know low key smart. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the supporting cast here was hit or miss. You know, you had some people here that, you know, good actors. Yeah. Uh, don't really know if they needed to be there or not. Didn't really serve a lot of, uh, didn't serve that much purpose. But I think for the most part, the acting here was solid. Yeah. Um, another thing, the acting here, as Michael Bay as it is, it's it's fun. It's cool. I felt like there are times where I actually was on the edge of my seat because of the tension that they were able to build up. And I think with what they were trying to do with actually getting you in, like interested in what was going on and actually feel like there's a high stick situation, I think Michael Bay did a really good job at that. Okay. This film was actually paced. Uh, it was paced all right. I would say there were some problems here or there, but I think for the most part, as you're going through that entire movie, you don't feel too bored when it gets to those high stick scenes. Wasn't too many scene changes, was it? Huh? Wasn't too many scene changes. No. Like, wasn't the scenery change? Uh, this. Oh, well, I mean, there's the editing part. Mm-hmm. There's the editing that I will say that's one of the cons. But I think for what it was, it's like it kept going and going and going. And then when it gets to like a big old crash, you feel that impact of the crash. Okay. Like there's one where they make a car just swerve into like these, you know, those barrel waters at like the end of like the traffic or the interstate. Right. Dude, that shit was crazy. And I know Michael Bay is like is like a, a explosions guy. The explosions guy that wants to crash, you know, exotic cars everywhere. And it can get annoying at times, but I think for this movie for the most part it was fun. Okay. And it doesn't get like too too crazy till like the end of the movie. Okay. I don't it doesn't get like Transformers big, but it's like it's <laughs> like in the middle of the road. Um if there was anything else to say, um I mean, it's just a it's just a chill film, and I think again, like I said, with the tense, the tension, chill how ch- it's just an ambulance chase scene. <laughs> it's it's chill in the fact that I don't have I don't go too crazy with the cons. Don't make it like an unwatchable film. Okay, it's something to where I can go. With, I can go with probably like you or some of my friends. Sit down, eat some popcorn, laugh. Turn your brain off. Yes, turn your brain off and just say, yeah, this Love those films. This this movie is fucking crazy. Love those films. Sometimes you just want to watch a movie where you don't have to think about the social commentary of the movie. Right. Sometimes I just want to see stuff explode. Sometimes (laughs) I just want to see niggas just do shit. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, really, though. Yeah. I just I just want to see cars explode. Uh, people slapping each other, fighting, yeah. guns. I just want to see that. I just want to see some funny ass comedy, which, by the way, Jake Gyllenhaal has some great comedy. In this movie It was awesome Some of it was a little forced But the rest of it was like Okay this is funny Um, But man One of the One of the The cons of those types of Feel good Turn your brain off movies Is that the story is stupid Yeah Usually Uh, I brought up the special surgery 
Bro, the opening of this film is Will, played by Yaya Abdul-Mateen, on the phone with the insurance agent trying to talk about, okay, how can we get the insurance uh, to cover this, uh, cover at least part of this surgery? And first, the insurance agent is just like, what is it? What do you want? And then she literally just says, I'm going to have to get off. It's my coffee break. I'll talk to you later. Wow. No fucking insurance. I know there's a nitpick, but no fucking insurance agent just says, I'm, I'm going to go get lunch. I'll see you later. Bye. They don't do that shit. Right. And when it came down to this special surgery, I was like, what type of special surgery does she need? Like, you're not being specific. You're just saying special crazy surgery that your wife needs and she's holding the baby she's standing up she's walking she looks fine like what are you talking about like a brain disorder are you talking about like a spinal injury mm. like a foot what was yeah. it she got the gout nigga what the do you gout. <laughs> what she got <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about black plague I, I, it would be really fuck up fucked up if she uh if we found out that she was if the special surgery was plastic surgery <laughs> it would have been like some type of plastic surgery i would be like you you robbed the bank, you you put your life on the line for this shit. <laughs> so they don't mention it any time during the movie. No, she just needs surgery. She just needs surgery, and uh. it's just like really, nigga. But we we go into the movie, and then it's just how Will played by Yaya Abdul Mateen, how he's brought into this whole operation. It's just a simple hey 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 buddy hey. So we're uh, we're gonna you you want more? We can go to this bank. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, if you insist. And it's just like, really, nigga? That's all it took. <laughs> like, I know you're his adoptive brother, but that means adoptive. You could just back it up. His wife even says, you know, we don't need any of that trouble from your brother, Danny. And he still comes in and just says, hey, you're my brother, man. By the way, they say brother so many times in this goddamn movie. Like, you want them to remember that they're their brothers. Yeah. Come on, brother. Come on, bro. What's up, brother? That's my brother, man. Don't you fucking fuck with my brother, brother. Come on. It's just like, what? It's just like, it's like, what is happening? Hello? It's just like, sir. Hello? I was talking about your insurance. But. That's my brother, man. Man, fuck my brother, man. We're brothers. Ride for die. Sir, you're in the Wendy's parking lot. <laughs> you. I'm just waiting for your order, sir. Yeah, my brother will have a fourth of fault. It's like, okay. What? But, no, nah, man. It, and then the way how, like, this whole entire car, this ambulance car chase goes is, um, well, how it starts is that I felt like their whole entire plan was stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, they go through the back. They put everybody in the bank as a hostage. Mm -hmm. And then they're just saying, okay, just tell us what the money is. And then they say, okay, cool. The only reason why this whole entire operation is fucked up is because a cop, which, by the way, this is the cop that gets injured and he's like trying to fight for his life throughout the entire car chase. Yeah. He's with his partner and he tells his partner, yeah, man. So at the bank, we kind of patrol at times. There's this bank teller I really like. She's fine and everything, but you know, I'm nervous and someday she's not there or anything. So, you know, I was thinking about going there, but I ah, forget about it. His partner says, let's turn around and go try talking to her. <laughs> and it's, and it, guy gets out. He's like, no, man. Okay. I'll go talk to her. Jake Gyllenhaal just there. He's like, hey, how can I do for you today, man? Oh, I just want to go in to check something out. Oh, well, you know, we're just doing the back transaction. It's 20 minutes. It'll be fine. I'll see you later. Okay. And then he's just like, well, I just want to do in there. Something special's going on in there. I just have a feeling. 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, don't worry. He's like, hey, don't worry. I'm not trying to steal. I'm not trying to rob the bank. Oh, of course, we don't need that. And the face just goes close up. Just like, oh, shit. And, and he comes in. The police officer comes in. And he just says, like, yeah, uh, do you know that girl's name? Danielle? Yeah, her full name. I I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> just there. And they're just like, what's it, like young some Chinese, right? It's just like, it's that racist, doesn't it? And um, police officer goes up to her and he's just professing his love. It's like, yeah, I just like, and she's like, are you fucking serious right now? And she's like crying. She's like, are you serious right now, please? And he starts to realize and Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Yaya Abdul-T come with them guys. Hey, 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 hey. All right. You fucked up now, didn't you? <laughs> and, all right. You're going to do as I say. And then, um, and it does, and it gets, it gets stupid from there on. Mm. One of the people uh, who's part of the operation, like this, uh, I don't know if I think he's Hispanic or something. Okay. He, he's supposed to be like the com- comedic relief or something. Gotcha. And um, he comes in and is he, he's driving like the getaway truck or something, and then next thing you know, um, the truck breaks down, <laughs> the engine's failing, as one does. What makes matters worse? It's in front of the cop. Who's the partner of the cop who's inside being taken hostage? Mm. So he's like, You need any help? I uh, sure, yeah, I've been there. Oh, and it's just, <laughs> just comes and fixes the truck. He says, Oh, thank you, thank you. And, you know, then they're, while they're inside, uh, Will catches one of the other dudes in the operation saying, like, What are you doing? Why are you stealing all this jewelry and shit? He's like, For my girl, bro. Which I don't even know. I think I remember or something, but he just looked like one of those like stoner dumbasses you put in every Michael Bay film. Yeah. Um, that always like smokes the product you're stealing or some shit mm-hmm. or just overextends himself. Uh, he did that. But th- I felt like the stupidest part was that they go through the front. They're walking on and uh, like in the front, like near the entrance, near the windows to, to leave the bank. And the partner sees them through the windows uh-huh. and is like, holy shit. And my thought was, Y'all niggas have been going through the back being so damn careful and you decide to go walk in front of the windows <laughs> where the partners had and then chaos and this, this wasn't a logical movie. And then your brain off. It's just it, action. And it, it get straight to it. That I turned off my brain. I want the but beat. there was a part where I was switching back on. Oh shit. <laughs> it just I want the beef. Ah, Jesus. And where the meat at? Everybody, where's the meat? And Where the meat at? everybody, and then all the other guys except for Will and Danny, uh, they die. Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy gets run ran over. Which, by the way, uh, they were they were gory in this movie. Really? Yeah, you know it wasn't too crazy, but they had some gory scenes, and I was like, oh shit, this is pretty cool. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some. You didn't drop a spoiler review. You didn't say spoiler alert oh, about well. Will and Danny. That's tough. Well, I'll put it on the. Uh, well, I mean, it's in the trailer. <laughs> it's in the trailer. They already say it. But nah, uh some of the other stupid stuff. Uh, there's one where like they have a subplot where they bring in a Mexican cartel. And it's just like <laughs> Yeah, and it's just it's they just, just around. <laughs> they just call him and say, like, hey home, seeing you in the news. You guys are movie stars. Yeah. And it's like, what? And they're just around? They just you know, Danny calls him for a favor to say, Can you get these guys out of here? We'll give you a cut of the money. Mm-hmm. And then like it leads into the third act to where it becomes like this whole big shootout and and it, it it was cool, but it just reminded me of bad boys. Speaking of, another nitpick, Michael Bay 
does some bullshit here to where he references the rock and bad boys and it's so stupid it's like a come on man and it's like the police officers get out the car he's like so what are we supposed to be like bad boys or some shit it's like <laughs> everybody Aww. people were laughing in the theater i was like jesus christ dude get creative Holy. you dumbasses <laughs> Um, but another big thing about this movie I didn't like was that the editing here, I, even though I like the sound design, the editing here sucked or well, it didn't suck. It wasn't good for my taste. Gotcha. Um, they kept, it was the Michael Bay isms of like, they keep cutting back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and you just get nauseated through all of it. Yeah. But what makes matters worse, Michael Bay was given these high tech drones that can go fly and glide like 35 to 50 miles per hour through the Mm -hmm. sky and he used that for so many scenes here it's like you have the entire movie going and you're just over here like shit god damn it and i was like i was over here i thought i was gonna throw up because it goes through so many twists and turns and i shit and you know i i'll give michael bay credit what credit is due he takes there are some really cool scenes where they have it like on the car chase where you have the drone just going through and steady mm-hmm. you getting like all these different angles and i'm like okay that's fucking awesome yeah but at the end of the day it goes through all these different sequences and it's just like okay stop it's annoying i can't see <laughs> and, and i also give the editors court credit for just being able to edit so many shots and stuff but mm-hmm. It gets so annoying that he even edits the scenes like we're seeing an American flag. It's like, why? And we're 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 editing to like a bald eagle, all these different like explosions. At one point, I thought they edited to a recent Transformers film because it was so erratic and crazy. I was like, what am I even seeing here? Yeah. Um, man. And then like the ending here, uh, it's a little corny, but I think. And it's just like mellow. It's like over dramatic at times, but that's all I would say in terms of like bad things. Um, just like a lot of stupid logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one scene where like uh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Ambulance. Uh, where do you want you want me to tell you about the scene or no? All right, but there is a scene right here, man. Where um, guy come uh, what was it? The EMT is trying to fix uh, is trying to fix up the police officer who got shot. You know. Officer McDumbass trying to <laughs> give you a hit on a woman. Officer Superman. Yeah, and the re- and and how he gets shot is that you know he's trying to fight over the gun with you know Danny, and then Will just shoots him in the stomach and on the leg two mm-hmm. times, and it's like fuck, dude, and he's barely like staying alive. So the police yeah. officer is like convulsing and stuff. The EMT. So the thing about her is that. Um, she has his ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. and they just put it in to where you actually are interested in the side story than the actual story but it's one of those where it's just like well that's just a little crazy you talk about yeah we were together in med school my third year of residency I got addicted to speed cocaine <laughs> what? <laughs> haven't talked to him ever since now I'm stuck here as an EMT wait wait pause the movie <laughs> she's addicted she was addicted to what <laughs> and the speed Went med school in my residency and speed oh my god got addicted to that good old cocaine <laughs> and, and you know she calls him talking about you know how long it's been mm-hmm. yeah i know 
no, not addicted, are you? And it's just, and then they go in and talk about like, I need your help. Um, trying to get this bullet, this bullet out of this person's body. He calls two trauma surgeons, his best friends, and then they go to the process. There's a moment to where, and this is where I felt like the tension in here was really good. Yeah. She takes a spleen out of his body and they're just like, okay, you have to be very careful because if you make any bad movements, the, the spleen will burst and he'll die. Mm-hmm. As she tried to take the bullet out, the, the music is getting tense and then boom, the spleen burst. You see all this blood. You're not expecting it. You're expecting like, okay, they're going to take the bullet out and everything, but then the spleen burst and they're like, oh shit. And then at the same time, the, uh, the laptop with the FaceTime mm-hmm. dies. Oh. <laughs> so, and she ends up using her hairpin to pin uh, the spleen back and and the police officer lives but the dumb part is that uh the the her ex-boyfriend the doctor is still in, is in contact with the FBI agent the police chief it's like all right man give us news what's going on yeah he's dead what <laughs> and it, it, he's just like are you sure nobody could do that surgery not even the best of the best i'm certain she's dead last time i saw the laptop died and in your mind you're just like are you sure she's dead well yeah she she's dead (laughs) most certainly yeah absolutely and it leads into the sniper scene where they almost get sniped and then the fbi director who's no fucking help in this movie Mm -hmm. just comes in and says um get my phone hey cam yeah this is this is so and so yeah we got the snipers you're gonna be all fed okay you're going to be safe, all right? What are you talking about? The patient, he died, right? No, he's still fucking alive. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's happening? We fucked up. And then, even when they tell him to stand down, the police officers still shoot. And they're like, oh, damn it. We can't kill nobody. <laughs> and I just want to see the scene where they chew out the, the, the doctor and just like, you fucking fuck. <laughs> but, oh, man. Just, woo. But, Overall, I had a good time, mm-hmm. and I feel like this movie was long as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had an ending to where it was it was high, but I think at the end of the day, like I said on my TikTok, uh, I give it like a seven out of ten. Okay, it, it's a very stupid film, but I give seven it seven ambulances out of ten. So we we out of ten, out of ten. But I, I I would say that this was a good in between for Michael Bay. It was nothing crazy. It was nothing. Um, ridiculous as Transformers, but it wasn't like great or awesome as you know Bad Boys mm-hmm. or even The Rock. This was kind of like an in between, mild manner Michael Bay film that if you want to just take you know go on a date night or go with your, your friends, more than likely, okay. it'd be a great time. It'd be a really really great time. I was like the move. I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I'm have to go check that out. Check that out. You'll be you you over here be having fun, but at the same time you'll be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like there's so many. What is happening? So many dumb moments. I'll say this, uh, and I'll and I'll actually post this question. I'll actually make a TikTok out of this or Instagram video, whatever. I think uh, if there's anybody I want to see or that could be in running to make a GTA movie, it would be Michael Bay because this felt like GTA in a way. It would have to be yeah, in I terms mean, of the action. And GTA explosion. is pure chaos, and I think Michael Bay is so accustomed to directing pure chaos. The only difference between GTA and this is that GTA has a good story. <clears throat> that is true. So I would, I want GTA to do the it action. Would have to be a collaborative the, effort. <laughs> get who would who would be good for the story though? Honestly, I would say uh, who did um one person he did a uh, 
Mm, he did that one movie, the King Arthur movie. Guy Ritchie. Okay. I would want Guy Ritchie to probably do like the story. So Guy Ritchie to make a GTA movie? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe That's not. an interesting pick. Maybe Guy Ritchie. Who else would you think? Because I'm just putting um, For a GTA movie? That's a great question. I don't even know, to be to be honest. Oh, Brandon just called me. Let's get him on the line. Let's get him on the line, goddammit. We'll put this man. We have callers now? Is this a radio show? Kind of like that. Hello? Hey, are you okay? Okay. Uh, not too much. Yeah, we good. We in the middle. <laughs> we're, of in the, the we're, we're in the middle of a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay, we're bro. In the middle. <laughs> now we good. Oh, now you on Bluetooth show. right now. You on live, nigga. Nah, it's fine. You good? <laughs> no, you not. You not. You 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 not even on speaker, bro. You're good. <laughs> Try to get that man caught up. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll call you afterwards. Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was foul. That was. You gonna call back and say, "Who you calling? Who bitch, you calling? Bitch? A- <laughs> I don't beat your mother. <laughs> I don't know who you call beep. <laughs> but what you say, beep? <laughs> I don't beat your mother. <laughs> I should come down and whoop a nigga. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Why you give me that look? Because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that was ambulance. Uh, let's talk about our next movie here. Um, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, where I think this is this is one movie you really want to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you any spoilers for this film. I'm going to go see it this week. Yeah, so I do not want to give you any spoilers. I'm literally probably going to go see it Friday. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let let me let me start you off with the bell cord after you get off your phone. Okay. Um, I think uh, get off the damn phone. <laughs> but, I don't know what kind of show we're running here. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Oh, so, no, nah, bro. Uh, no, I was just gonna say, um, if there's any movie, if there's any place to watch this movie, it would be the Bell Court Theater because mm-hmm. I feel like the Bell Court Theater. Tell me where the Bell Court Theater is at. The Bell Court Theater is downtown near the Strip next to Hop Dotty. And next hop to Dottie, Hop Doody, Hop Dottie, Hop Doody, Double Dog, and also across the street from a uh, Pancake Pantry, mm-hmm. it, Crumble. Mm-hmm. So it, next to Crumble, it's the uh, it's one of the oldest movie theaters in Nashville. It was built in 1925, I believe, Ooh. and it is an awesome theater. Uh, they show a lot of foreign films and you know Academy Award R- the RT RT films. films. Yes, all of those films. The films that if you show that Regal, people are like, what is this? What does this even mean? Man, give me Marvel. <laughs> give me explosions. I want to turn my brain off. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this is the movie where you're, you're trying to figure out, wait a minute, I was watching Ambulance. I'm watching this shit now. Like, it, it, it turns the dial from 11 all the way up to like 2 mm. for those types of films. Except for this movie, it went from like 11 to 20. <laughs> but. Um, I've been to the Belcourt Theater a couple of times. I went mm-hmm. there, uh, had a, you know, pretty good times. I talked to some of the people who worked there. Uh, there was one person, there were two people, two women, um, two women, two, no, I'll say two people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because they were really cool and 
I, I just say like I just whenever someone has tattoos, I say, "Hey, nice tattoo." Uh, even people with bad tattoos, I just be like, "Hey, nice tattoo." <laughs> feel good. Nice stick figure, <laughs> but if not, I, I just said a nice tattoo. Said thank you, and I say, "Oh, I see you have a switch. Well, you got a switch." And you're like, "Yeah, but it's not mine. It's uh, my friend's." I said, "Oh, mm-hmm. moment of silence." So where you play on the switch, and the person's just like, "Oh my god, I just thought you would never ask." And it's like, "Okay," and it was talking about <laughs> they play um, like Animal Crossing, and I was like, "Of course." Everyone plays Animal Crossing every, <laughs> on Switch. Every Nintendo fan loves playing Animal Crossing on Nintendo Switch. And I just told him, yeah, I was playing Pokemon like months ago, but I stopped. And, um, oh, Switch? Yeah, Pokemon like Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, really? Legends of Arceus. Yeah, Arceus, Legends, Arceus, whatever. But yeah, but I was Arceus. playing that. Um, I didn't even tell her her tattoos. She had tattoos everywhere, but I didn't say it until I came back and said, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, you have nice tattoos. Um um, he sell tamales over there, but they didn't have any. Just randomly, yeah, they, like a tamale lady that comes by. <laughs> I guess they're in a partnership with some place uh, that sells like homemade tamales. I don't know. Okay. Last time I had them, they were cool, but they didn't have them. So I just had like a small bag of popcorn. I went into the theater. My theater experience for this movie was okay to say the least. Like the the, the screen is awesome. The ambiance is cool. It kind of seems like you're at the. It, it feels like you're at a theater. Mm. And it feels nice. Uh, you have a lot of you know diversity in there. You have you know regular people. You got people with just you know color of hair. Uh, you get a uh, you know same sex couples, which is nice to see. You get a lot of uh, you know, foreign people that come through. People from Vanderbilt. Uh, there was there was a, there was like a group of four that were talking throughout the whole entire fucking movie. Yes. And the thing was is that they were like. I don't know. They were like flexing that they can speak like all these different languages and stuff because half of this movie is spoken in Chinese. And I swear to God, they just kept like repeating shit. There was one annoying thing because at first I was like, I don't really care. I'm just watching this movie. They're not being too loud. They were being loud. The the annoying part that made me almost tell them to shut the fuck up Mm. was when they have this scene where there's like subtitles on the screen. Yeah. And it's like no noise. It's nothing, no sound, just the whole ambiance and everything. And it's just like subtitles just pop up. And this person is saying the subtitles word for word. And you're thinking, okay, maybe this person just, that's how he can, you know, speak. I think it's like albinism or something. Uh, I think, I don't know if it's albinism. I have to make sure. It's a certain term that uh, one of my friends told me when I explained it to her. But I was like, maybe it's that. But I knew it wasn't that. Cause this person was giggling and laughing every time. I was like, <laughs> I just loved it. <laughs> it's just every time this person giggled, just got louder and louder. <laughs> it's just and the person in front of Go me is just like <laughs> Do you need a breather, goddammit? Go outside. And it's just like, Jesus. Um uh, and there's a point where you know, towards the end, they're just like, oh, and they're just like the very emotional reactive type, like the emotional scenes, like, <laughs> and then <laughs> the, the moments are just the big triumph. They're like, yay, oh, yeah, <gasps> shit, oh, my God, and it's just, Jesus. shut the fuck up. <laughs> and shut your mouth. Shut, shut, your, shut your ass. Um, Actually, reminds me of a moment in Ambulance that happened that was funny, but... um. There is just so your experience could have been better, but this movie, yeah. bussin', bussin'. 
was busting like um, whoa, we about to. And I was trying to say the uh, knockout knockout weenies biscuits. Uh, biscuits. Okay. <laughs> well, not everything is sexual. goddammit it! Uh, it's not. That's why I gotta be careful. Hey. You. Hey, I can be as goofy as I want, but I won't be as goofy as this movie because this movie, this movie, this movie was ridiculous. Gee, man, this fucking movie's crazy, Maxie. Like, this movie was, this movie was insane. This movie was insane. The tra- I had saw the trailer for this film, and I just said, "This movie's gonna be crazy." It's you know distributed by A twenty four. That great that lo- studio that loves to invest in crazy. Great studio. You give them a movie that's super insane, they'll be like, "How much you need?" They they write in the checkbook. How much you need? You don't fuck it. Thirty million. Here you go. You need more? Fuck it. Here you go. Cash. <laughs> this is the type of movie that Warner Brothers and Paramount Pictures would say, "Okay, we are really pushing the limits here." And they would say, "No deal." Or if they took the movie, they would just say, "We're gonna have to do this, 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 this. We're gonna cut this out." Yeah. This movie uh, starred Michelle Yeoh as the, the titular main character, the protagonist, who plays this uh, late-aged uh, Chinese woman that runs a laundromat that has to, you know, not only fix her marriage, fix her relationship with her daughter, fix her relationship with her uh, her father, and also figure out how to get away with being in trouble with the IRS in terms of uh, taxes regarding uh, laundromat. And throughout this entire movie, uh, the whole thing is that she finds out there's this great evil in the world that's trying to destroy the multiverse, and only she can stop it. Wow. All the different versions of herself. When I tell you this movie gave me uh, hints of Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. it gave me hints of Rick and Morty, of the multiverse concept, of how everything worked, of how people reacted, the craziness, the jokes. I'm not going to say it was the complete, carbon copy Asian version of Rick and Morty, but it took some similarities and influences of it. Uh, the only difference is it, it has a great story and something and great character development and great interest into how these characters react with each other and how they grow as people rather than what Rick and Morty is doing, because I have this whole thing with Rick and Morty about how they don't focus on the main story and they just go into craziness more. And that's it's getting annoying. It's getting old. Yeah, it's getting old. And I think for this entire movie, as weird as it was, I I felt I've been feeling more in love with this story. Mm-hmm. The story here is heartwarming. It has a lot of messages to take away from it. And I think for what this is, not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody's going to get the concepts of what they're doing here. Yeah. But if you're like me, who, who gets what's going on in here? And you can follow it from beginning to end. You'll you'll really like this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the acting here is the best I've seen in, in this year so far. I think Michelle Yeoh does an amazing job, and I think a lot of people were saying that she she's going to be nominated and might win Best Actress for next year's Oscars. Mm-hmm. I think she I, I think she has a good chance of being. She'll definitely be nominated. I don't know about winning though, mm-hmm. but. A lot of supporting cast here was awesome. Um, one of the fun facts in this movie: Have you ever seen Indiana Jones? Yeah. Did you remember the character Short Round? He was the um the little Asian boy. Yeah. He's in this movie. Really? Grown up. He's the husband. Oh wow. Yes, and that's that was one of the big things going into this film, and he is so good. 
and and so and, and so nice and cheerful and heartwarming, and you feel for this guy mm-hmm. uh, because there's something regarding him and his wife in this movie, and I won't spoil it. Of just wow, it's pretty interesting, like how this is going on and how he feels, and just what they do with him throughout the entire story is really cool. And he's yeah. a main part. The daughter, the daughter in this film. First of all, shout out to her act to the actress, which I'm going to look up right now because I have shitty ass memory. She, uh, I, this will be something to where, uh, I don't think this will be a big spoiler at all. Um, she's the villain, okay, but it's the, it's a multiverse version of her that's a villain, okay. She's played by Stephanie, uh, who Stephanie Sue, like who Sue HSU, HSU, yeah, she plays Eleanor. She is fucking awesome. I think this, this is come out crazy. I don't know if I was keeping track of best villains in movies this year, mm-hmm. but if I was, I think she's like my top five. Wow. I think she's better than the Riddler in, in terms of what, because her abilities in this entire movie that and how she, she cold state, how she showcases it in this film is awesome. Okay. I mean, like I, I wish I could tell you what she's able to do and what and what makes her so evil and what makes her so scary. Mm-hmm. Man, just they take it's just like how they explain the multiverse and how they actually go hopping and have these different abilities. It's awesome. And then when you get to her and you explain her abilities, it's like God damn, this is OP. <laughs> like, oh my like if this was an anime, people would be like, She's one of the most OP villains of all time. Mm. It 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 was just like she's doing this effortlessly. Like I I was I, I put this a joke out there, and I need to tell Julian. I should have told Julian on Saturday. Well, I didn't see the movie. I should have told Julian this after I saw the movie. But I feel like if you put her up against a character from Jujutsu Kaisen, Gojo, bro, Gojo would have would have his money's worth, bro. Oh, relax. Don't say that. She cannot be that powerful. Don't I, say that. I might be overreacting relax. here, but I I really loved. I really love the actress here, and I really love the character, mm-hmm. and just what she is, what she does, and what she embodies in this entire movie uh, is dope. And I and I highly recommend that people look for her in other films or in other projects. Um, they got other people here. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis does a, does a great uh, supported role, supporting acting role here uh-huh. um, as the IRS agent. Some really funny moments and just some. Uh, really cool moments here where you kind of get intimate to her. Uh, James Hong, uh, he is somebody, he's the one person where uh, she, do you remember, um, do you remember, okay, so Mulan, do you remember like the little, uh, the the guy who was just an asshole, who was like, uh, the one who was like saying like, we you must come into war, or he, he exposes Mulan for being a, a woman? Yes. Yes, he's in this movie as the as the grandfather. Okay, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." It's one of those people where it's just like, "I never knew who you were, really, but you were you're you're a dope guy." <laughs> I, I know, I know you though. I know your character. You chill, bro. But I know, yeah, I know I who knew your character. I know I, what you're capable of. Yeah, you're cool, man. But um, he's in this movie, and uh, I I thought how he's played is great too. Yeah. Honestly, throughout this entire movie, I, I, again, I love the acting here. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these actors and actresses get looked at for best supporting role, supporting role awards and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the story here is great. The acting here is awesome. Um, 
I'll go into the weirdness of it. I explain how the multiverse hopping and how to explain it is really cool and it's interesting. And I think as creative as it is, there are some parts to where when they get into the very weird stuff that you either get lost in the sauce mm-hmm. or it gets so weird that you're just like, okay, you're just being a little immature. Mm-hmm. You're being a little, you're, you're just going crazy and you're just pushing the limits and it's just like, okay, you don't have yeah. to push that far. What can we get away with? Yeah, it's like they, they have a lot of sex jokes here. They have a lot of butt jokes. They have this one joke that it's obvious what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it involves a phallic object. Okay. And you're just like, I know what you're going to do with this shit. <laughs> I know what you're going to do. It's either going to go in, in this hole or in this hole. And, and and the end result is like, okay, it's cool, but y'all, y'all just went in the writer's room and just say, yeah, let's just put this in here. And it just <laughs> and it just took a little bit of time off of what was going on. Um, and I just say like, yeah, they, they have some really weird stuff here that's just like funny. And like they have stuff in here that's creative. Like they use Dr. Seuss and it's just like. Wow, the way they did that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um man, and then like the different universes and how they go into their weird little sh- uh stick. Yeah. Uh some were cool, but some were just like, ah, this ain't that funny. It's just kind of <laughs> immature. Like they had one with hot dogs and it was just like <sighs> um there's one the Franks. <laughs> they got Frank Not the Glizzies. Uh god they had glizzies in there and what they use with them they got them glizzy fingers, it's just like what the hell? Um, it's weird, but, um, and I want you to go into this movie and I want you to, why, before you watch this movie or while you're waiting to watch this film, I want you to think, I want you to think of a Disney film. Mm -hmm. I want you to think of a Disney film and it, 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 they do a joke in here. That's a complete reference to it. And I just want you to think what's something that you can joke about or what's something that you think will be super weird. Watch the trailer and just be like, okay, what are they referencing here from Disney? Mm-hmm. So I want you to do that. That's your homework. <laughs> I don't need extra homework. <laughs> but God. I'm going to work your ass. Come on, bro. No homo. What do you mean by that? No homo. No homo. Don't say that. All right. Don't say that. <laughs> Oh, press it for me, bro. Shut the fuck up. There you go. I thought we, we made it the whole time through without you saying and then <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sorry. It's appropriate for this review though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, man, I mean other things to, to take away from this film, um, the cinematography here is is, is pretty cool. Uh, how they change aspect ratios from scene to scene is cool. How it kind of captures the whole entire feel of it, the ambiance. Um, I think what's something to take away is that out of all the craziness, they still find a time to make it heartwarming. Okay. And it, it, you towards like the third act of this film, some moments get kind of predictable. Mm-hmm. But how they put it out there and how it's played, you really enjoy it. And you really, you start to cry for a bit because you really feel for these characters. Like, there's an intimate moment here between uh, Evelyn and Eleanor, the, the wife and the, the, the mother and the daughter. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of just sit there and you're just, you. I teared up a bit because I was like, this is, this is something that I, it's really nice. Like, it yeah. makes you, you know. They say their pieces and then they make up in love and it's just man, this is this is awesome. And knowing what the daughter 
the ha, her villain's self goes through and what she's all about, you start feeling her more because it, it leads to an allegory of uh, and I'll just say it, it leads to an allegory of depression, mm-hmm. and uh, you you feel for the characters and you're like, you're a villain, but you're not really a villain. Okay, you're somebody who's like you're you're a villain for certain reasons, and it's like. Oh, you're gonna go on like this predictable route because you're gonna do this. You're gonna destroy the world. Well, not really. Mm-hmm. It takes a turn, and you're just like, "Huh, that's crazy." That's that that that's what it is, man. Like, I'll tell you this right now. There, it's a whole. It, it should have a. It's it leads into a conversation of just what happens when are can villains be villains because. They genuinely believe in something. They they're genuinely evil, or are they just depressed? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that can be explored in future movies. Okay, you know, so I think someone should take that. But um, uh, at the end of the day, I I love this film. Uh, the more I think about it and you know tell it to other people, the more I start to feel really in love with it. Do I think it's perfect? No. no. Again, I think it's a little immature in some places. I think they push the limits a little too far, but. For a film like this, everything, everywhere, all at once has so many amazing qualities with it that I think it's one of the best films of the year. Okay. Um, now, I, I'm i not going to rank it with the Batman because it's like, I'm going to have to wait that later on. We're still, we're in April. Yeah. But I think this is in the same tier of as the Batman as one of my best movies of 2022. Right. And uh, I think it's it's up there as for Academy Award nominees and stuff. So I'm, I gave this a 9 out of 10. Yes, I think it's that great. Nice. It's it's good. It's good. It's good. God damn. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I I the Belcourt Theater was nice. I had a really good time. I really hope you have a good time with this place, man. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you gonna try to go to Belcourt or no? I mean, now that you've like said so much about it, I feel like I want to. And I've never been, even though I've been here my whole life. Yeah. It's just kind of just always been there. It hasn't been a place where I was just like so interested to go to. It's the same with me, man. I was I I've been here all my life and I've never heard about it. And now I'm there. I'm just like shit. I need to keep going. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go see the Northman mm-hmm. uh, when that movie comes out at Belcourt because I know that that theater is gonna treat that movie right. I thought it was closed for a time. I think it was. I don't know. That, it might have just been because of COVID. Maybe because of COVID. They got at one point they enforced masks, even though there was no mask mandate. Now they made it optional. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a chill place, though. Okay, it's a real chill place, man. Like, okay, oh shit, I'm getting tired. Uh, do a quick break, real quick. Yeah, because we haven't done a break in a minute. No. Oh yeah. shit! Wait, wait, this is gonna be a whole big footage, so we're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay, you wanna go? Let's just finish on. up. Uh, go with him. Just talk with his music on. All right. Nah, I'm just playing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Nah, we good. No, nah, nah, this is easy. This is good. Hey, so, <laughs> yo, man. Uh, I've been talking for this entire time. Um, anything you've watched or anything you want to talk about, bro? Uh, no, you've been busy as hell. I'm tired. Man. This is this is the point where we just kind of just chill and talk. Um, actually, I'll pose a question. Okay. Because I feel like I put this in the itineraries for the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. I, I hate to bring yeah, this up. Know it. No, I do. I, I just hate to bring it up. I don't know if I want to. It's about the Will Smith shit. Oh, jeez. You even want to talk about that? 
Bro, I'm so done talking about it. We don't have to talk we about it. We talked about the night that it happened. We talked about the day after it happened. Not us. Not us, but like just people in, in general. general. Yeah. We, they talked about it two days after it. They're still talking about it today because Jada keeps saying stuff. What'd she say? She said like, God damn I don't it. know if it's true or not because I got this from Twitter. Tupac ghost fucking her? <laughs> she was like, I never wanted Will to go up there and do that. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, this is... Just say you hate the man <laughs> at this point. I don't know, bro. Just say you don't like him. Like, why are you... Don't like Will Smith or don't like Chris Rock? Will Smith. Like, Jada. Like, Jada, just go ahead and say you don't like Will Smith. I don't I don't know what to say. I'm just here. Just, um, it's ridiculous how publicly she goes after him. She, like, publicly, like... Talks about now, I don't. I gotta be honest. I only know about. I only know about the red table talk bullshit. Yeah. Like, well, I know about the when they went up to red table talk and said I had an entanglement with August. Mm-hmm. I know about the Oscar shit. That's just fucking recent. And I just know about some of the things that have been said. Like there were rumors that they were in an open relationship where they have their swingers or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, nah, like, has she just been bashing on Will Smith? I even like bashing, but just, it's just some pr- stuff that you shouldn't say in public. In public, like about your partner. Like, like I wouldn't be surprised. No matter what, like this is what I was. This is what I was was been taught. Yeah. Even if you disagree with your partner, do not say it in public. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have like a disagreement with your girlfriend in public. Don't publicly be like, yeah, babe, you was wrong. Like, or like if it's like, um, if it's like something where it's like something happened that wasn't a person's fault, but she's upset that it was that person's fault. You support her until like, it's just y'all. And you're like, yeah, actually, I think that was wrong what you did. But you don't publicly go against your partner. Yeah, that's. Yeah, damn, Jada. <laughs> I don't even know. No, <laughs> I mean it's just I'm I'm I I hate that the Smiths are always just in the news about something. I mean I hear y'all do. That's why that's why I kind of took their side a little bit. I was just like, man, y'all just y'all just love this shit because they're so public about it. And, yeah, and, and y'all just want to that's a say what it. y'all want to say, yeah. and y'all just want to talk your shit because yeah. that's the thing I didn't like. It's just like. Okay, listen. It sucks that they were in it. She was in entanglement. That's stupid. But at the same time, y'all niggas acting like y'all perfect, but y'all got fucked up relationships. Yeah, Keisha, don't be talking about no damn shit. And you over got the, you over here uh, fucking up with your baby daddy and shit mm-hmm. for the eleventh damn time. Hey, Tyrone, don't be talking all this shit. You be cheating on your wife. Mm-hmm. Don't be saying all that shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was just like, okay, but. Man, the more I've just like fell into the rabbit hole of the of the of the slap, and just knowing all that with Jada, oh my gosh, the rabbit hole of the slap, dude. I said this when it happened. Everyone is now going to fish this shit for content for weeks. People are going to say what they want to say. People are going to act like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this whole entire two page essay on why I feel like the slap. Was the worst thing in my life so, In my life One of my life. professors Like literally had a slide In class about it I was like 
what are we doing in here? Like, what the fuck? Like, are you? Kidding? I'm here to learn about calculus. I didn't want to know about this damn slap. Like, they literally, like, it was um for my um, it was a class on like, uh, just analyzing linguistic techniques and stuff like that, and they were analyzing Will Smith's apology. Uh, was it like? An actual apology, or was it like something his publicist made him write? And I was like, "See, why are we talking about? See, this? I mean, why does that, it matter. I mean, I under like a part of me is just like, well, yeah, because you can, because it can probably be like if you're in the business of trying to be a good publicist or something, you could be like, okay, how do you do this from a real? No, that's apology fine, but I don't like. Why the fuck do I care? I don't like, care. we could have done this with so many other things, but you want to do Will Smith slap? Yeah, and it's just. Daniel Radcliffe said it best is that he's just like, I don't feel like anybody wants to hear my opinion. I don't think it'll be best. I've heard so many other people's opinions that I'm kind of done with it. And that's a sign of maturity. Everybody wants to put their two cents in about how they feel about Literally, it. Just random people. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, about, I, I saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar comment on I was like, what does he have to do with <laughs> anything? He wasn't even there. This nigga played <laughs> basketball. <laughs> he wasn't even there. Bro, they tried to ask LeBron James. LeBron said no comment. I was just like, what? Yeah, exactly. Right, like, why I, are we talking about it? Um, why are you asking? He's playing basketball. Jay asked Jim Carrey when they were talking about Sonic. And, he, and uh, I agree with what Jim Carrey said, but it, I, like, I'm cool with Jim Carrey. But it's just like, I, I didn't ask for his fucking opinion. I don't care what Jim um, Carrey has to think about what Will Smith at the, did at the Oscars. All these different people had their opinions, like Candace Owens, uh, Tucker Carlson, people on CNN. I don't care what y'all have to think. I don't. People are like, you're a disgusting human being. Or then other people talking about like, no, he's standing up for his wife. And it's just like, oh, fuck. I don't care. I, I, it's, the only people I care about are the people that were directly involved in the situation. Right. And even then, if they don't want to talk about it, don't force them to talk about it. Bro, there was this channel I listened to. I'm not going to call it any names. There's this channel that I watch and listen to all the time. And for the last two to three weeks, they've just been doing content on the slap. And it's just like, dude, you should have been talking about this. Or this movie came out. Or this came out. And you still want to talk about the slap. Are you kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God. It's like people, like. Movie YouTubers talk about this shit, and they're probably like, "Well, Will Smith is, a, is an actor, so I can still talk about it." But it's not related to any movie. This shit is already passed. Shut the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. Just God damn. I just think this should have just it's handled dead. it privately, so this none of this outrage would have occurred. Because I just, I, 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 I'm very. See, I don't want to get my opinion on it because then I'd just be like a hypocrite. People, yeah. Like just, I mean, you can you can still say what you want to say, but like, don't oversaturate it. But like, yeah, nobody cares. I mean, we at the end of the day, like, what what has been said has been said. Yeah, um, it was a terrible thing. He fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, should have did that. I understand. Yeah. He was no one was him. right in the situation. Nobody was right. I mean, you could say that Chris Rock, the, the whole joke and joke culture is is in danger or something, and mm-hmm. that there's a conversation about that. But like at the end of the day, no one was. This great. was a, this was an L for black people. Yeah, it was just yeah. I mean, that's just all it boils down to. This yeah. was just an L for black people on was, national television. It was an L. And, and you're telling me that we, everybody wants to take their takes on it. I don't care. I, I made this whole joke um, to my friends. It's just like every toxic nigga podcast is now going to be on. It's going to have content for months now. And I'm just like, I don't Man. give a fuck. I, I want, bro, I could have jumped on and got on this podcast and talked about it and just said, yeah, like the Will Smith slide was crazy. Could have gotten everybody on it. But besides, you know, people canceling and not doing any episodes, I just said, let's just not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's just not, let's, I don't want 
on this in the beginning and all that because we're just going to be fishing for views and then the views going to be gone. So I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's, it, it happened. Let's just move on. Yeah. Now, speaking of the slap, <laughs> the, a lot of his movies have been delayed. Bad Boys 4 has been delayed. They're trying to ostracize him for they are an emotional response that he had, which sucks because there are so many other actors who are just absolutely terrible people who is not having this much of a delay in their stuff. Yeah, like Bad Boys got delayed. Um, what else? Some of his other Netflix movies got delayed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he gets banned from the Oscars for 10 years. I'm fine with that because, I mean, like, you did that on national TV. You got you did that shit on national television, bro. Will Smith is at this point in his life where any movie he makes now is gonna be an Oscar worthy movie, <laughs> just because like he's that far into his acting career, and he's such a big name. Like that, like if Will Smith's gonna be in a movie, it's gonna be an Oscar worthy performance. And now, because he's young too, though, so I mean that's the thing. He's only fifty two. Yeah, if that. Yeah. So I mean, shit, I'm. But he won't be able to go back to the Oscars until he's 60. That's kind of crazy. I mean, I don't even give a fuck about the Oscars at this point because they weren't going to the Oscars before because they were in a boycott because they were saying Oscars so white. Yeah. And Well, the the whole Academy in of itself is not very... The Academy's a bitch. <laughs> I mean, in the, simple terms. The, Acad- the Academy are a bunch of bitches. I can go on a whole rant here about how... I don't know who the Academy is. The, the, who they consist of. I just the the Academy is, is a consistent of so many just people on a, on a review board. Just go out, review movies, say what they want to say. And it just... I, I, I just don't like them. I, I respect your profession. But at the same time, I don't like your profession. I don't like what y'all do. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because it's besides the slap. It's that the Oscars itself, it's just every other award show. It's just awarding people based on how you feel at the moment, how your opinions are. It's not based on numbers. It's not based on stats. It's not based mm-hmm. on, it's not, you know, based on facts. It's yeah. based how you feel in the moment, who's your favorite and what you want to do, what type of storyline you want to do. Yeah, it's very much recency bias. It really is. I'll tell you this right now. I said fuck the Oscars when the whole expose I think in this one news site that was talking about um, how why certain movies like Uncut Gems, why certain actors and actresses don't you know get nominated, and about mm-hmm. saying like Adam Sandler doesn't get nominated for Uncut Gems because he's not Oscar material. He does this great, awesome movie, but then he does all these silly, stupid Netflix films, and it's like, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do? What does that have to do with this movie right now at this time in 2019? Yeah. His best performance, and you're saying like, nah, we ain't gonna nominate because of all these other shit that he's done. He's so immature. He's not Oscar material. He he thinks he's better than us. And it's like, what does that have to do with anything? And uh, I just like how they do have like certain agendas. Like this past year's Oscars, I did take a peek. Uh, they want to go fully black because they've been criticized so white. But they make it to where it's so cringeworthy, and they put mm-hmm. Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall, and it's just they get away with some shit like. I was just like, Ugh. yeah, and they're not genuine about it. And no, they're it, not genuine at all about it. They're not. It's performative. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, performative. Like, oh man, like um, this may be controversial, but I felt like they did black. They nominated Black Panther for Best Picture so they can do it as a publicity stunt. Oh yeah, Black Panther wasn't gonna win that. 
They w- it wasn't, it but wasn't. they did it because well, they did it because of how popular it was and what the outrage would be if it never got nominated. Yeah, so I'm just like like they talk all this shit about Marvel movies, but they did it for Black Panther, and it's like okay, it's cool. Black Panther got recognized, but the fact that you did this. So you can get some big bucks and get yeah. That's the I was thing. like, Ugh. no Marvel movie is gonna be nominated for Best Picture, bro. Just because they're not that great, yeah. As far as movies go, I mean, the the one pseudo Marvel movie that got nominated was uh, I think it was Logan for Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, but Logan was very like emotional and like the stakes were high. And, and that's just... the that's the one movie to where I say it's legitimate, it's mm-hmm. dope because that movie was a, a great. Film overall, exactly. I said it was but the Marvel movies. You just the other movie, off Joker. Joker got nominated. Joker was thought provoking. Joker also took a, a um a dive into like mental mental illness and depression and loneliness and just. I'm looking. Up, I'm looking up the ratings for Logan again just to see that movie was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety percent. Uh, Ninety four from four percent from the critics. Ninety percent from the audience. It was amazing. Good movie, yeah. Uh, I think it got nominated for like best adapted screenplay, mm-hmm. uh, highest gro- third highest grossing R rated film at the time of its release. Yeah. Wow, yeah. This movie made it, it just just did a amazing. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I, lo- I wish I can go back and watch this in theaters because this was an amazing film. Uh. Here, yeah, all these different places. It was never, it was never made. Academy Awards Best Adapted Screenplay nominated. Yep, I remember that. Okay, yeah, I was really happy. Um, that at least got nominated, but yeah, I mean, just the Oscars itself is stupid. Like, there was also one about how, like, Jennifer Lopez and her movie, uh, it was a, it was the one about the strippers and how they were taking advantage of people, and it's like, we're gonna get our money or something from white, rich white people. Oh, what's that movie? I want to say Showgirls, but it's not Showgirls. It's not Showgirls. I know. I Jennifer know. Lopez stripper movie. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. The one that had Cardi B and Lizzo, yes. and it's just like you've only been there for like, for like a couple minutes. Hustlers. Hustlers. That's it. Hustlers. They didn't nominate Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers because they said it's not Oscar material. But then you want to, you want to uh, nominate in My Cousin Vinny, Marissa Tomei, and it's just like really that movie. Mm-hmm. Like come on And then Just a lot of shit I, I just don't like The Oscar I don't like award shows In general No the award shows In general They are And I just I just feel like They just Bullshit So Yeah the academy Just Even though I say like Yeah like this movie Could be nominated this movie, I, I'm just saying that Because of how good it is But But You're not part of the academy Yeah I even have this whole thing About like It'd be cool to see Though the Batman get nominated for Best Picture. It is. It's going to be. Man, I'm not going to say it's going to be. I'm going to say I hope. I It probably might get nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay, but I don't know about Best Picture. I don't know. It's a it's a toss-up. I mm. There's a strong case for it, but I don't know. I think it will be. I think I, it will. I, I don't know what else that's going to come out this year that's going to sort of combat that. That's like on the same scale. Like anything everywhere, everything everywhere all the time is more indie. So it's not going to have the same popularity I think, as the Batman. No, it'll still have some popularity in terms of just the film critics and just you yeah, know, you know, people. Yeah, who are no, cinephiles. I'm sure. It's, like you were saying, I'm sure it's a great movie, but just, but in terms of like as the, far as the popularity with the mainstream, yes. yeah, I think the Batman has more mainstream popularity. Yes, and I don't, I don't know if there's going to be a movie that comes out 
this year that's going to have the same hype that the Batman had. Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, but they're not going to nominate a Marvel movie. They ain't going to nominate that motherfucker. For they ain't going to nominate. I Marvel been, movies never get nominated for a best picture. I haven't even gotten crazy about that film. Like I, I'm excited. I'm yeah. looking forward to it, but I'm not to like going honest, crazy. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not that excited for it like I was for Batman. Like I know it's gonna be good. I know. I know it's. it's gonna I'm be seeing because it, it has to be. I'm seeing it the <laughs> next the, the the day following its opening. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm looking forward to how it's gonna be. But I'm just like it's uh, it's gonna be good because it has to be. All this <laughs> hype, no, because all the hype around it, the way Spider Man went. Oh yeah, it how it has was introduced, to and they already the just what if series on uh, Disney Plus. Patrick, Patrick Stewart, like Professor X in the movie, you're potentially yeah, going to see all these cameos. The success WandaVision had, like, there's the theory it's going to be a good movie because it has to be. There's the theory that you're going to see Deadpool and Cable from Deadpool two wow. come in, and see that's crazy. That's the theory, but I'm tired of this theory shit. I'm tired of people leaking shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, that's true when when they leaked the um No Way Home plot, yeah. That shit annoyed me. Yeah, I was, I was trying so hard. My, I was like, they're not bringing three Spider Men into this movie. I was, I was no just way. like, I see nothing. But they made it the headline. It was like, okay, it's in the movie. Y'all, y'all fucked it up. Yeah, they fucked it up. And you, all, all of you. Um, yeah, man. I, I'm shit. Um, yeah, man. I just uh, have you been watching Atlanta? Have I watched it recently? Yeah, I haven't watched it recently. Season three, uh, I feel like it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you this question. Yeah, there's a, there's an. Uh, do you feel like do we? It was it's based off of this episode from the, from Atlanta. Do you feel like reparations? Do you feel like if we have the ability to actually sue people for like reparations or something, are you actively going to look for who owns your family and like sue them for reparations? Or are you going to push for suing the federal government? Government. There, there you go. Government for sure. There you go. Government for sure. For sure. Because there was an episode. Would you mind? Do you mind me telling you about this episode yeah, of Atlanta? Go right ahead. I'll, I'll first. I'll say like Atlanta season three. Uh, good season so far. I think the next episode is coming out on Thursday. Uh, I'm really uh, excited to see what else they got on these other future episodes. But I think so far it's been really cool. First episode. Uh, hit on a, a dream sequence that was interesting based on a real life story. Uh, they continue the plot of all the characters, and episode four follows a what if scenario of what if um, black people were able to get reparations from people who own their uh, their fam own their families. Yeah, and uh, follows a white man who is now being uh, I want I guess harassed or being followed and then confronted of a from a black woman named Shaniqua. Mm. Who are saying like you own my great great grandfather? You owe me three million dollars, mm. dude. I'm just getting out of a divorce. I ain't got that money, and it just brought up a whole thing because it all starts because I guess one of a, a an old com- an old former employee from Tesla sues somebody from Tesla who mm. owned his family he gets a three million dollar settlement, and I guess everyone just starts saying, "Oh, you own my family. You owe me money," mm-hmm. and. I, it just led to a conversation to other people. It's like, would you sue somebody who used to own your family for reparations? I had said that I don't think while it's, it would be interesting, but I would say sue the federal government more get the federal government to give us money. Mm-hmm. 
because in that case you wouldn't have to worry about all these different people this person who took who owned your family the descendant or an ancestor and you go up to them in real life and it turns out they ain't they ain't got that much money exactly. so it's just like what's the point what's the point because it's, it's it's a it's a lottery it's a it's a you just go you just reach it in the hat and see if you're good enough no women don't want me stop and you could end up getting somebody who was who's uber rich yeah and you can get all the money in which you can get, get somebody a, who's worse off than you. Yeah, or you can get somebody who's just like you, and you're just like, um, okay, we're gonna figure something out. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I think the, the the interesting thing about that is, um, what is the value of a human life? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, for reparations, how much should be paid for mm-hmm. each person, and then not only how much should it, each person be paid. Should each person be paid? You know what I mean. Yeah. So like, do we pay? Like, if we were to pay like somebody like my grandfather, who's like grandfather was a slave, like hypothetically, do we just pay my grandfather, or do we pay every single person now on my grandfather's line, mm-hmm. or my like my great great grandfather's line, mm-hmm. or do we go okay, the set rate to pay everyone is. $250,000 Yeah Okay Is that how much Life is worth then Are we just paying Everyone $250,000 Like we're putting a We're putting a price tag On not only the past But on human life itself Exactly And, that, and that's a little Sad and degrading Because it's it saying is. like oh, that, It's saying that Capitalism is even Reaching to The other world It's some bullshit And I just yeah. Like that's Capitalism is reaching The afterlife At that point <laughs> Jesus it's like so Like what Jesus do you got a price tag At this point Like yeah What do you pay what do you pay at that point? And who do you pay at that point? Does everybody get money? Well, does like, if like, let's say you get married, right? In like a couple of years and then you have a son and then they start doing the reparations. Does your son get money for, you know, reparations or is it just you? I, I would say the best way of doing it is that you take about, you take of account of what African-Americans have done just no, just general black people have done in terms of, of of help build this country, and then you know that this country has has been valued at billions, trillions of dollars. You know, you give enough money to the African American community to where we can actually be in the same playing field. That's what I say mm-hmm. because you know HBCUs are pretty much at a point to where you know we're like ten steps behind them, mm-hmm. and. We have educational services below, but what what, what you got? Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I'm saying, though. Who do we pay? You know, like do I, we just play people, or do we pay communities? Do we pay colleges? You pay colleges. You you pay all of them. I think all of the above. You make sure you give the money to the colleges. You make sure you give money to certain communities, outreach programs, and then you give money to actual people. And give actual to actual citizens. That process will be long. Take. At least a hundred years, but that's the excuse that they always use, and it's been hundreds of years, and people haven't done nothing about it. It's been years. Like you could, I'll say this: they were able to give. It's not racist or anything. This is just history. They've been able to give Asian Americans money based off of the time where they put a lot of them in internment camps after the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Mm. And they said, we'll give you this money now. And they took their time and they said, here you go. They gave them thousands of dollars. We haven't seen anything yet from our end. I feel like that's a little bit different, though, just because 
there's not as many. That's true. There's not as many what? I'm sorry. Asian Americans. That's true. Yeah. I would say, but it's like still, I feel like it would be you would be able to trace that back. That yeah, but at the same time, it's like but like slavery. Slavery is its own thing. Exactly, and that's millions of lives lost. That's millions of lives. Millions lost. of lives lost. So yeah, I mean, you could make the whole argument of like, okay, instead of just individual people, let's just give it to these institutions that can give them op- other people opportunities. Yeah, like, to trickle down. who do you pay? Do you just pay the HBCUs and just give them a lump sum? I mean, like, do they just go okay? Every HBCU in America is going to get fifty million dollars. I mean, they they get continuous support, but it's a matter of how much support they get because Joe Biden recently put in uh, in the the. Uh, COVID relief package Some money to uh, HBCUs mm-hmm. But it's not nearly enough For them to be able To level playing field mm-hmm. So you have to make it To where like Schools like TSU Morehouse And Spelman Are able to make Their own medical centers mm-hmm. and, and be able to Sustain themselves And like Ingrain themselves Into Into the community Because you get Vanderbilt Schools like Vanderbilt Even Georgia Tech They're able to ingrain themselves Into the society Into the city to mm-hmm. where you're going up to their different clinics. They have all these different, like the Vanderbilt Clinic in Murfreesboro, the Vanderbilt Clinic in Franklin, the Vanderbilt Clinic in 100 Oaks. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. And, you know, having that ability would be awesome. Um, I, and, and it also matters of, like, who's a representative of black people? Because sometimes people just like to stand up and say, oh, I'm a representative. No, you're not, Diddy. Shut your ass down. <laughs> but um, Kanye West could say he's a representative for black people. It's like, no, he's he not. doesn't need any more money. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye, Kanye West, you got to settle your shit. Well, see, that's another um, issue I was thinking about. Okay, so let's say we get all these HBCUs to a level playing field, right? So, like, they just get like let's let's say Fisk gets the same amount of money that Vanderbilt gets, right? Yeah. Okay, at that point, oh, are shit, we promoting segregation then? Because, like. If I'm a black student, right, and I and rightfully I think this should be the thought process. If I'm a black student and I have to decide between Vanderbilt and Fisk and both have the same resources, both have the same amount of money coming in, both have the same type of um like sports um what's what's the word? Sports reputation. Yeah. Like both have the same academic reg- reputation. Why would I choose a PWI over an HBCU as a black student? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're taking black students from PWIs, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But now it's like, okay, as a PWI, um, we're not getting that funding anymore to support our minority students. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how far reaching um, affirmative action goes, but then you have to have a certain number of applicants that are minority students mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time. And if they don't reach that quota, then that's even more money they lose. And now, okay, it's not so much a play- level playing field anymore. Yeah. So it, it get a little, it, it goes from it gets sticky. That. It gets sticky. Yeah. And that's something I'll say about reparations. Reparations is a very, it may seem simple, or like, oh, you just give us this money because I hope you. Build it's this not a simple. Process. It's not simple. It's not a simple process. You have to, you have to think of so many other things. So mm-hmm. that that's why I brought up the whole conversation and stuff. Yeah. Just be like, I I agree. Black people need payback for what they've gone through as us as a people over the generations. But yeah, there's no way for us to determine what that looks like. Right. Uh, 
I hate to cut. We'll be back on this conversation, but I have got to take a break real quick. Okay. Because I have. How do you use it? Okay. So we'll be right back here right here the Midnight Drop. Cheers, Trey, here with the lovely beats. Trey, you know what to do. I'm sorry. You said cup Louie. <laughs> the microphone's on. Oh my fault. No, you good. No, you good. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny content, bro. It's like cup Louie. Shoot. <laughs> Blam. No, my brother just said some weird ass shit. <laughs> just said what? Yikes. I was like, huh? huh? Nah. That was a quick ass break. We haven't really taken a big ass break. Good conversation on reparations, though. I mean. Through until we get to the end, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, here we are. Um, there was something I wanted to say off topic. Mm-hmm. It was about somebody. Oh Lord! It was about somebody, but I ain't gonna say it right now. Oh Lord! Because it, it would be wrong to say it. Oh Lord! <laughs> I'll I'll say it after this podcast, but I went on Instagram, saw somebody that. That you knew, you know, Jeffrey knows, I know, Kel know, Robert know. Uh, not home, well, homies, homets. And somebody I know, I, I saw their Instagram and I was like, oh, I haven't seen this person in a while. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I. <laughs> What did you see big dog I saw Well it was nice But it was more like Wow This is a uh, Was a baby Oh no 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 oh. No 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 I'm not talking about uh, Don't say no names yeah, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about The person you're thinking Okay But it was somebody else Person got no baby But But uh Oh Lord No uh No So one of my friends From Morehouse Saw a picture of this person And said God damn What's that person's number? And I was like, I don't even know what the number is. I don't even know what all about. Or what it is. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? And oh, Lord. Yeah, but, uh, man. I mean, uh, we're about to kind of close up here real quick. We ain't got nothing too crazy going on. Um, Living like Larry. <laughs> Living like Larry, goddammit. I'm trying to think of, like... Uh, Anything crazy I think like the Next big anticipated movies I'm I'm looking forward to is the Northman And Nope Northman Nope is Black Adam coming out this year Yes Black Adam has come out but it, they got moved They got moved 
It got moved. Not to next year, but still this year. It got okay. moved, though. Um, Shazam 2 this year? No, not Shazam 2. I know The Flash got moved. It's yeah. been on pause. Flash got moved to next year. Oh, next year? Yeah, it did, but it, it's now been indefinite. It's now been paused indefinitely. Oh, because Ezra Miller's a jerk. Ezra Miller. What the hell happened? He I don't, he went to some island and just went crazy. <laughs> to turn it to Tasmanian devil. Which is- like, he just got drunk and just started assaulting people. Reverse Flash took o- took over him and just said, I'm going to be an asshole. Man, he just decided to be a jerk. It was me, Barry. I fucked up your career and put you in the limbo. It was me, Barry. <laughs> Remember that time I got you, you were drunk and you started hitting people and your movie was paused? It was me, Erza. <laughs> it was me. I got you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what did it lead to? Back to me. <laughs> it was me, Barry. Oh, my God. But Yeah, I know that um, movie. Uh, but Nope, Northman, mm-hmm. uh, The Northman. I'm very excited for that movie. Um, This would have been a great year for movies, but so much stuff got moved. Yeah. John Wick Chapter 4 got moved the next year. Transformers got moved to next year. It's Transformers like Beast Wars. Mm-hmm. I'm not too crazy for Transformers Beast Wars. Mm. It's like Fast and Furious at this point. You just kind of go for the. I won't even say fa- I won't even say Fast and Furious because when they when they did the like kind of reboot with Bumblebee mm-hmm. and they made it to more it's like Gen One Transformers and they had this cool take. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's a cool slate for for Transformers films. Yeah, we'll get to see some. It'll be nice. So. It's a matter of like, oh, this ain't like Fast and Furious, but it's more like, eh, like we get so much Transformers content. I'm I'm good with no Transformers. <laughs> I'm good with no, none of this shit. I'm cool with Fast and Furious, but they said they were going to double digits before they stopped. The double D. Brie Larson is okay. The double digits. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brie Larson just got casted from Fast Ten. Good, um, good for her, I guess. I guess I don't know what that's about. <laughs> they were, every time I they're just throwing star power at the. Movies now like John Cena was in the last one. Now Brie Larson's in it. They're just throwing stuff. John at C- it. John Cena was like the brother we never knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dominic Toretto had like what the fuck. John Cena did a great job as Peacemaker. Also, I I, I need to watch that and I need to finish that. I think he's definitely progressing as an actor. Yeah, especially now that he's not doing WWE movies like The Marine. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you a story? I never. I don't think I've ever told you this story about uh, my time at Play and Trade. Mm-hmm. This video game store in Murfreesboro. Okay, because I was because this is every because every time I think of Brie Larson, I think about this one guy, this old white, this old one white guy who just it's just said, "I will never restrict Brie Larson." After she she was so mean to white men, saying she doesn't care if white men doesn't see her, see her movies. And that just inf- that infuriated me, and it was felt dis- so disrespectful to me, and I was like. Bitch, what? <laughs> it reminds me of that damn story. You offended? <laughs> yeah. Bro, you remember that whole thing about Brie Larson? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah. I do remember it. And I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it was yeah. a question saying, well, do you care? Like, I don't really care. And white men got mad. And it was like, dude, just don't see the movie. I think hers was the first. She was the first Marvel film to star a female lead, right? Yeah. Before then, Black Widow. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's some bullshit. And they kind of asked her that. She was like, I don't really care. Yeah. And the old white man got mad. They were like, ah, oh, care about us. Nah. You're a bitch. And it's like, uh, like, come on now. 
I kind of just looked and I was like, mm, that's it reminds it reminds me of this story of this uh this Why do you have the dude. lotion at the side of the bed, bro? <laughs> Why are you pointing stuff I'm out? Sorry, I'm sorry. Why are you pointing stuff <laughs> out? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just saw it. Wow. I got confused. I'm sorry. No, Continue. that is a good question. Why is my lotion the side of the bed? I mean, it's, it's your bed, bro. I need more money for studios. Oof. <laughs> I need more money for Oof. studios because this is getting sad. I'm bro, not, I'm not insinuating. I'm going to have a real anyway. nice guest coming. Oh, welcome to the show. Oh, my God. It's so great. They're going to be like, uh, why is there tissue paper and lotion near your bed? <laughs> There's no tissue. Don't don't make it worse for yourself. There's no tissue paper. Someone's going to say because I'm going to just be like, oh, I was sick that day. But then they'll say, I was oh. sick that day. What's the <laughs> lotion for then? <laughs> Moisturize my, my arms, my legs. I have ashy elbows, sir. Yeah. Moisturize my arms and legs. Oh, I was sick. Like, once I get out of bed, I put on that good old lotion. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so fantastic No that was funny as hell though No I, I'll tell you this story About uh, I was um, I was working at this game store mm-hmm. That Yeah fun fact I applied for this store Back in like May I didn't get the, a notice About the job till August And then Dang. Yeah cause they were talking About we're hiring But we're not really hiring But we're hiring for like Holidays And then I forgot about that job And I was like Already looking for like labs And then they were saying Oh you can come here Look for a job We'll hire here Pay twelve dollars an hour. I thought it was okay. It was actually shit pay. Yeah. Um, all I did was clean video game discs, consoles, uh, dust, help people buy stuff. It was a. It was a. At first, I thought it was going to be a very chill job, and it kind of was a chill job. But more I remember it, I'm just like, I do not need to be working here the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And there are so many other things I could talk about. It. Everybody there. Everybody except for like maybe like. Two people were well. I will say most of everybody was cool people. They were really nice. Uh, Dallas, one of my my homies, dope, dope man. Tennessee Titans fan, oh. awesome man. And uh, there was like one or two people there that like I didn't really get to talk to as much. It was all right. There was a story though um, uh, of from Dallas and uh, Dallas and this other dude who used to work there, and it was this uh, couple. It was this family. It was just two white people. Mm-hmm. White dude, white woman, <laughs> um, typical white family. Hello, I'm white. But uh, no, they had their children there. Children were running around. I thought it was. I thought they were cool. It was really sweet seeing them play games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then the uh, husband comes through and says, "Hey, how you doing? My name's such and such. Everybody knows me here." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I can't even remember the dude's name, but I know who he is, what he looked like, chubby dude, all that." Uh, guy. Uh, started talking about like my statue and everything, and then he was talking about like, oh, what games would you recommend? What'd you talk about? And I, I, I said, oh, I mean, I recommend like Spider Man Miles Morales. I got my PS Five. I got this game. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the best story like the regular PS Four Spider Man game, but it yeah. gets the job done, and the graphics here are awesome. Out of nowhere, this guy just goes in and says, you know, I didn't really care for, like, Miles Morales. I was just like, why you got to make a black Spider-Man? You know what? I didn't even care the fact that he's black and Hispanic. Like, that's just pandering. And I was like, wait, nigga, what? <laughs> and, and then he just he's says some, me this. <laughs> and then he just says some weird-ass shit and says, I never really liked Black Panther. I don't really get it. So what? He's black. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> and, but then here's the thing. I knew he was kind of scared of my reaction because I turn around. Like, I'm, I'm over here. I'm just turning around like. 
And as I'm turning around, he just says like, but, you know, after reading the Ultimate Comics version of Black Panther, I started feeling in love with him. Here's the thing, though. Ultimate Comics sucks. (laughs) So it's like, why would you say that? (laughs) Ultimate Comics Black Panther is stupid. Like, so it's just like, if you're saying you were in love with Black Panther after that, I'm just like, what? And then he just goes in and then he talks about Brie Larson. I'm talking about Captain Marvel. He's like, I would never see Captain Marvel ever in my life. She said she doesn't care. White men will see it. It's just so disrespectful. She thinks she's better than everybody. She's just a million dollar actress bitch in front of his wife, no doubt. Mm -hmm. And I'm over here just like, well, I mean, I watched it. I didn't care. I'm a man. And I just, you know, had an okay time. It was cool. And, and then he just comes like, I could talk anything political. You throw your game at. And I was just like, I don't want to talk I don't about want it. to. I'm in a game store. I, I really don't. <laughs> and then I just said, listen, man, I'm I'm not really wanting to talk about it. And then he was just like, oh, yeah. And then you can see his wife is scared. It's just like, yeah, yeah, my husband, uh, he really loves Black Panther. We all love Black Panther. I showed my children Black Panther, that movie. It, it's so it's so thought-provoking. They go, what? <laughs> you thought... No, it's not. It's, it's not. It's a Marvel movie. It's a great film. It's a good film. But it's not thought-provoking. Like, <laughs> what What the fuck? What do you mean? And it just goes on and on. Like, I really hope we can be great friends. I said, okay. Get out of my store. <laughs> well, I couldn't say it because it was my store. But it's just. My store. It was just talking about, like, Miles Morales. I just don't get it. He's black and Mexican. Pick a side. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I just. And then once they leave the store, like my coworker at the time is like, dude, I am so sorry. I said, you know, I just, hi, like this brings me back. <laughs> I just don't even, who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Cause I just went, I was laughing, but the more I thought about it, I was like, no, I'm getting mad. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, stupid. because I'm like, it just sounds like every other of those like right wing YouTubers that talk shit about comic books and movies all the type of stuff gendering and they told me some slick shit about what happened to him and i was like man fuck this guy man and bro, where am i <laughs> bro i just remember it's just oh my god and then there's this one thing about when i quit my job and worked at the lab at vanderbilt dope job by the way this guy came in and said oh where's jordan I haven't seen him oh yeah he left the job uh he quit oh wow yeah i uh that's so that's crazy to hear man um, I, I didn't know he was going to be cut out for this job anyway. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I, I just never gelled with the guy, you know? And then my manager comes in and says, cause it was, he was black, right? <laughs> and he was like, no, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was just, I didn't know. Well, man, poor kid. Really don't know what he's doing now. And my coworker comes in and says, he's working at an infectious disease lab at Vanderbilt. He's actually going to get his MPH as we speak. <laughs> In epidemiology. And then the guy's like, oh, oh my God. He went to college? And it's like. <laughs> what did you think I did? Kevin, I, I, you know what Kevin said was was like, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> what did you think I did? You thought I was just some poor alum off the street that says, oh my God. We're going to game store, but I sell drugs on the side. This like, what poor you, black man needs our help. What did you think I did? Like, are you joking? Like, I was straight up. Like, they told me that story because I came to the shop to go get a game. And they, and they just told me. And I was like, are you, are you fucking are you serious? serious? <laughs> you can't be. 
You're you're joking, right? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, Rutherford County's racist anyway, so I don't even <laughs> I shouldn't be too surprised. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> 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 Rutherford County's racist. <laughs> Rutherford County's racist. <laughs> oh, well, that's going to be it for the Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Below. Oh Thanks for bearing with us with reviews Woo. and just discussions and stuff. Trey, it's great. It's always good to have you here, man. Think you'll be back here next week? <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right. Colleges are winding down in the job zone. Right, I'm put your ass to work. <sighs> Stop saying <laughs> Well, I'm your host, Jordan Malone. You know where to find us at on all platforms and be on the lookout for new episodes this week and next week. And follow us on TikTok, please. But again, I'm your host, Jordan. This is Trey. This is Midnight Drop. Stay safe, stay blessed, and stay you. Peace.